Open your cerebral cortex and shift your lobes into upper beta phase because you are going to have Bitcoin knowledge transmitted directly into your vestibulocochlear. Your host at Bitcoin Knowledge is Trace Mayer, an early Bitcoin advocate since it cost a quarter, but this is not intended to be investment advice. A doctor of jurisprudence, but this is definitely not legal advice. And an investor in core cryptocurrency infrastructure, including Armory, BitPay, Kraken, and Mitagio, but this is not a recommendation of those services. Here, you get fed via direct mind download with pure and free Bitcoin knowledge. Welcome back to the Bitcoin Knowledge Podcast. We have an excellent interview today with Andrew Lee. He's the CEO and founder of Purse.io, which if you've been listening to the podcast, you've heard it mentioned several times. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Andrew. Thanks for having me on, Trace. Yeah, so can you briefly describe to us, like, what does Purse.io do? Yeah, so Purse is a marketplace that connects people with Bitcoin who are shopping for goods with unused Amazon gift cards. We do this through a marketplace and, uh, and, and save our customers 20% on average, which is the premium that people pay for liquidity on the other side of the marketplace. Yeah, so this is really exciting because this is the third uh, network effect is where consumers are using Bitcoin solely because of the advantages Bitcoin gives it, not necessarily, and just for transactional demand. Like I've got a friend, she, I introduced her to Bitcoin and Purse, and last year she saved sixteen hundred dollars wow. for Sadio. You know, so she's saving a lot more money than she would otherwise get with like her credit card rewards or whatever it is. So maybe you can walk us through this like step by step. How does it actually work for a, a person who goes on to purse to, to use it? Yeah, so there's a couple modes of using Purse. One, it, what we started off with is a marketplace transaction where a person with Bitcoin indicates what they want to buy through Amazon's wish list and sets a discount. And so the average discount that gets fulfilled is 20%, but you know users can feel free to set a 50% discount or 5% discount or whatever they want. Um, and the experience kind of varies depending on the discount rate. So if you set a 50% discount rate, uh, discount order, um, it's unlikely that that order will it may not ever get fulfilled at all. But at 20%, which is around, which is our sweet spot, orders are getting taken in about 24 to 48 hours and being shipped in two to four days. And uh, it, it, it's really a great experience. And if you set a discount rate at 10% or lower, orders are guaranteed with Prime, meaning your order will get taken that day and shipped to you um, as, as, as early as uh, in 24 hours. The second mode of shopping that we recently you know, uh, introduced is called Instant, and it's a very similar um, experience that you've seen on Amazon or any other online commerce site. You select what you want, put in your address, pay, and boom, that's it. And the discount um, rate on that is 5%. So why are people able to save 20% on average and 5% on purse? Like, are you guys just being out of the goodness of your heart, like funding this out of your own pocket? I mean, why is there even a market that exists for this? Yeah, so it's a good question. And there's about $10 billion in Amazon gift cards that get issued out annually. Um, so there's a lot of these gift cards that are being issued into the world. And, and if you kind of think about it intuitively, uh, a $100 Amazon gift card isn't really worth $100, right? Suppose, uh, you know, I, I, I uh, Trace treated me to a nice steak dinner tonight. And uh, instead of 
paying him back um, in, in bitcoins or US dollars, I try to pay him back in the Amazon gift cards. He probably wouldn't be that happy about it. But and so if you ask yourself like to you know what exactly is the value of a hundred dollar Amazon gift card, it's impossible to know unless you create a market for it, which is what we did. And the the, the rate that we discovered is is twenty percent is a discount. So when people, they go to Amazon, they, get, they find all the different things that they like, they add them to a wish list, and then when they log into their purse account, they import the wish list, and they do that just by copying and pasting the URL. That's correct. Right? And then they set the discount they want, 20%, and it goes into basically what is like an order book right, on purse. Mm-hmm. And then somebody decides that... You know, they hit the bid on the other side, uh, and they effectively purchase that wish list from Amazon. Right. And then Amazon, how do you how do you make sure that the person actually gets the goods? Because you only release the bitcoins on purse after you've received the goods from Amazon. Right. 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 So how how does that work? Yeah. So we use um, an escrow um, service to so from the moment that the shopper indicates what they want, they put up the funds in escrow, and we manage the escrow in between the time of the purchase to uh, the time of delivery, we manage it and monitor both purchase, shipment, and delivery. So we, we can arbitrate any disputes that may or may not arise. Some of it's auto- automated. Yeah, so then the order goes into the order book and somebody decides to hit the bid on that. They purchase uh, the wish list, which then gets sent out by Amazon to the customer. But how, like, how does Purse know... Uh, that the items get delivered and the Bitcoins are held in the escrow until after they've been marked as delivered. I mean, how could people scan the system, I guess, is what I'm really asking. Yeah, so, I mean, in Bitcoin land, there's uh, a lot of users, earners on the other side, and this is something that we've solved, but um, think that they might be able to get free Bitcoin by purchasing uh, an item and then canceling it on Amazon and, you know, holding up the escrow. Um, so we have bots that go through and find those orders and relist their orders um, on a you know, pretty frequent basis. So, I mean, the escrow really ensures that if you pay for an item that you get what you want um, and deliver to your house or else you don't pay, right? And I think it's one of the things about, um, you know, one of the kind of um, perspectives about Bitcoin commerce and the future of Bitcoin commerce that we have a a, a unique view on. So we don't think irreversible Bitcoin um, sent online as payment to merchants is that great of an idea. We think there has, there should be some sort of reversibility, some sort of consumer protection built in, and and so every transaction on Amazon and through our new, new product merchants is escrowed um, for that reason. And so you know that that's uh, you know, long term. We we still see like escrows being being what um, the primary way of of transacting online. Are you going to be expanding to other gift cards? You know, the, from what I understand, there's something like $60 billion yeah. in gift cards out there. Right. Uh, Amazon is a natural choice, but, you know, there should be other markets out there for you. Yeah, so the areas that we're really interested in um, aren't gift cards and other, like, codes that can be exchanged for value. What we're really interested in is this, like, uh, liquidity through fulfillment is what I'm calling it. So if you have an Amazon gift card balance on on uh, on your Amazon account, like say Andrew's Amazon account has $400 in Amazon gift card on it, those gift card balance is very illiquid. 
you can't transfer that value to anybody and you can't it's very hard to get to liquidity right and so liquidity through fulfillment meaning i purchase something on amazon with that balance as a gift almost to somebody else it is the way we're extracting the liquidity from 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 these gift cards and so other places that we're really excited about are like airline miles or hotel points things where there isn't liquidity today but through this escrow mechanism uh, we're able to unlock value from it yeah i know i've used uh, pointsound.com and i really like them for booking uh, mm-hmm. hotels and stuff and they actually pay out rewards in bitcoin or a lot of other airline miles or programs that you might choose. And I like getting Bitcoin because it's more liquid. Right. You know, you're you're able to trade it for something else of value that you like a whole lot easier. When we're looking at Purse.io, I think I read one of your press releases or blog posts that customers had saved $500,000 in 2015. I mean, maybe you could speak a little bit to that. Like, how big is your team? How much money are you saving customers? What are the growth rates that you're seeing? Yeah, so we're a team of nine based in San Francisco. And so to date, we've saved users about $1.5 million. Holy cow. Compared to shopping directly on directly on Amazon. And, uh, you know, our, our, our growth numbers are fantastic. Um, one area that we'd like to see some improvement are, are more Bitcoin users just you know, in the industry, right? Um, but you know, most of our growth that we see uh, that we that we've seen are from repeat users. Um, so the average user um, spends somewhere around nine hundred and fifty dollars on purse per year, which is sixteen or seventeen times um, that they spend, um, and and they save you know one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars on that per year. And I think the average Amazon Prime member only spends like $650 a year. Right. Yeah, so, so you're actually got people spending more money on Amazon than even the average Amazon Prime user, your average user. Yep. Wow, that's kind of exciting. Where do you see kind of the future of Purse going? Yeah, so our unique take um, on commerce is really bridging what I call in- incumbent digital currencies like points and airline miles and gift cards and things like that with the and modernizing it through um, solutions like Bitcoin. And so, you know, what's most exciting are when we find these pools of points and, and digital currencies that had no other source of liquidity before. Um, that's where we can extract the highest discount and value for end consumers. And, and we really see this is, is a powerful thing that Bitcoin blockchain enables. So another big problem that Bitcoins, because they're so liquid, because they're irreversible, there's something very valuable for for thieves to steal. Has Purse encountered much of a problem with scammers? And if so, like how have you begin to close those attack surfaces so that Purse just isn't even attractive for the scammers to operate on? Yeah, so just on a quantity basis, the um, most typical scam that we see are people trying to purchase an item for somebody else and then canceling on Amazon right away, expecting to receive something in return. And the escrow resolves that beautifully. In terms of like credit card fraud or the payment fraud that happens on Amazon, you know, Amazon is, is the best in the world at dealing with things like that. I mean, they have a state-of-the-art fraud detection, fraud prevention kind of system. So you're able to free ride off Amazon's fraud 
prevention and detection. Right there the are bat. yeah there are first layer of, of protection, um, and you know, you know, if we would have integrated it with Walmart or or some other retailer that's not as equipped to to handle that, um, I, I, I think I think maybe we could have run into some problems. Um, but Amazon is is terrific, and not only that, they're great for our shoppers because they have you know, awesome logistics, you know, quick shipping. Um, Quick returns and, and etc. Well, how how does a return work uh, in this case? Like, say that the TV shows up with a giant crack. That just sounds like it might end up being a, a logistical nightmare since you didn't order it from your account. So the Amazon treats that as um, receiving a wedding gift that's damaged, right? Or a birthday gift that was damaged. Amazon is really good about you know uh, gift refund kind of processes and so they'll treat that purchase just as if you you bought it yourself and uh, historically they've been really good about reshipping a, 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 the product or uh, or refunding it outright to, to the original shopper so what about gift cards you know can we buy gift cards directly on purse with our bitcoins so the physical gift cards are available on purse um, so these are gift cards that Amazon sells but what we've seen is that you know because Amazon gift cards can't be used Amazon gift card balances can't be used to purchase another gift card that we've seen that the discount rate on those gift cards are actually lower because you're restricting the earner pool to people that are purchasing with a credit card so it, you know, it, it is it is technically feasible, um, but it's not um, you know one of our high frequency items. So, you know, one of the ways people can support the show, I think, if people order through our Bitcoin affiliate link with Purse, then it gives like a five dollar tip uh, to the show. How does this affiliate program work for Purse, and it, and ha- and can every can every person with a Purse account have one? And uh, have you seen much uptake in referral traffic from your users because of it? Yeah, so um, our referral and affiliate um, program has driven a lot of our growth. The referral program that all of our users can use, if you refer a user who transacts $50 or more, um, both parties will receive 0.01 Bitcoin or 10 mil of Bitcoin. <laughs> um, and, so that's about five bucks. Right, about five bucks. Um, and we have an affiliate program where we share our revenue with reputable sites like, like yours. What are you most optimistic about Bitcoin? Like, how do you even get into it? What, like, what are you most optimistic about? Yeah, so I think there's a lot of things that are propelling Bitcoin forward. Um, you know, the entrepreneur uh, in DC funding kind of environment um, is strong. Um, I mean, what's lagging are, is I think user adoption, but I think that'll catch up uh, once the you know once the community builds more and more use cases for Bitcoin. Uh, something I know that you've talked about a lot um, in terms of you know the multi-sided market um, dynamics. But you know, I, I'm really optimistic that. In, that uh, Bitcoin's gone through a lot of like downturns and and, and, and bad uh, like negative press cycles, and it's withstood and withstood all that. And uh, you know the resiliency in, in this community and, and in the industry has been quite remarkable. Well, we've had a wonderful interview with Andrew Lee, the CEO and founder of Purse. Uh, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Get a copy of the free Bitcoin guide at freebitcoinguide.com. Got a question or suggestion? Record your voice at bitcoin.kn.
Don't be shy. To help the show, share Bitcoin.kn with friends, post about it on Reddit, and otherwise, spam the interwebs. Your iTunes comments and five-star reviews are very important to us. Please continue tuning in to the Bitcoin Knowledge Podcast, where we release interviews with the top people in the Bitcoin world. Now take some choline and let that Bitcoin knowledge consolidate. Yeah.